Hey, and welcome to another episode of um, Women in Real Estate Success Series. And I have got the most powerhouse, dynamic, awesome, results-driven uh, lady with me here today, Hermione Gardner, newly married, I might tell you, just a week ago, which is very, very exciting. Just got married today. They have two beautiful children, Harriet, who is five, and Georgie, who's two and a half. So we've just been talking all things about um, holidays, honeymoons, all of that sort of thing. And I invited Hermione on uh, for a couple of reasons. We've had a little bit of contact over, over the years and I've got to work with one of your incredible clients who I, who I might um, say has just taken out the big award yes. um, for property manager. Um, what was the title of the award, Hermione? She got principal of the year. Principal of the year. Um, which of course um, was just recently um, on our show, but we'll talk more about her in the in the minute because I want to talk about the results that you get with your clients, uh, which has just been incredible. And you know, lately um, I've been talking to a few people that you've been working to. And by the way, for those who don't know me, my name is Julie Davis, and we're heading, you know, to the pointy end of um, twelve months of doing these weekly episodes, which is really great and. The focus is on about women supporting women and you really, um, Hermione, specialise in uh, established female business leaders and um, I don't know, there's some Casey Healy um, there in um, Newcastle um, who's absolutely just creating such great benchmarks for what is possible in this industry and I know that you have been very instrumental in working with, with Casey for a number of years now and a number of really great um, great clients. Now, your business is Sidekick Coaching and Consulting. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about... Um, so, okay, probably... And I know you've been around many years <laughs> in terms of our industry and training and supporting people, but can you talk us through your real estate journey and your your training and consulting journey to then deciding to invest in yourself and launch your own brand. Yeah. And a, a bit about what you do for your clients that's going to make a difference for them in the results that they get, both professionally and personally, because lifestyles are really in our industry is a, is a really important uh, fact that we need to take into account. Mm -hmm. So over over to you. Wow, thank you for that introduction. <laughs> You've choked me up. I've got a lot to live up to now. Um, so my journey in real estate, I mean, I suppose like a lot of us, none of us really planned to get into this industry. No, um, true. And when I was sort of heading towards the end of school, had friends who kind of wanted to go in different directions and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I worked at a video store and... I remember I think I got offered like a promotion to become the area manager of the video store and look, no disrespect if that's what anyone's doing, but I just said. Right. So, <laughs> so let's actually, let's actually just put a little frame around this, okay, for our younger ones who, who might be watching and go, what in the hell is a video <laughs> store? <laughs> back in the day, back in the day, right, we used to go into this like blockbuster video, right, and there used to be like shelves and shelves and shelves of videos 
that you could hire overnight mm. um, to watch, you know, all of these things, and then you'd get massive late fees for not returning them. <laughs> and then, if, and then, of course, they got superseded by a DVD, and mm-hmm. then, of course, now we do streaming. So, you know, yeah. it's like back in the day when we used to have telephones, so actually connected to the wall, right? Mm. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it was. Um... And yeah, I didn't even think about it. <laughs> Someone wouldn't even know what that was. That's showing my age if anyone's trying to calculate that now. Um, and I'd worked a bit in hospitality as well, but I, I honestly, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And my mum was selling our family home at the time and I just sort of took an interest in what the agent was doing. And I thought, oh, this is cool. And I kind of, I always like seeing inside other people's homes. So I did my um, diploma in real estate through the local TAFE and started working part-time at a little local agency in Collaroy. Um, yeah, <laughs> just just doing all the jobs. I was, I, was the, I was the person that did all the running around. I think it was property officer title part-time. And then, yeah, just slowly worked my way up over the years. I did property management both um, in Sydney. I lived in London for a few years. Um, and I came back and I worked for um, for many years for um, a big agency in Sydney called Morton. Um, oh, yeah. And, yeah, it was a, um, a property manager. Great operator. Great operator. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was great to be a part of that and, um, you know, work, work my up, work way up there as a property manager in a very high-end portfolio and then um, moved to look after and run the leasing and new business department there, which was responsible for growing the rent roll effectively. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that saw me, um, you know, putting systems and processes into place, training team members, and also it was my first insight into working with a coach. There was a a beautiful coach there called Jackie Smith who works with with the sales team and I was lucky enough to start having coaching. And I think that was probably what sort of started uh, piquing my interest in the coaching industry and seeing, oh, wow, like if we can get um, help and support from people who have walk the walk and talk the talk ahead of us we can shortcut and fast track our our route to success so so that was I'm going to stop you there I'm going to talk about coaching right Mm -hmm. and you said you had the opportunity to work with a coach now often we have people go well like should I work with a coach like what difference is a coach going to make for me Mm. and when we look at coaches in our like we've got one range of the spectrum we have got some awesome awesome particularly women coaches in our industry Mm. for you at that stage in your journey having a coach what tell me about the distinctions in terms of how you leveled up and what difference that made to you and on what levels did it make a difference yeah okay it's a good question i think that looking back it's it taught me a lot of, um, in one part, it taught me a lot of strategies that it probably would have taken me 10, 15, 20 years to figure out on my own. So in, um, you know, especially, you know, learning how to to sell to clients in, you know, like a non-sleazy way and, and how to, you know, relate to people and work on my mindset, like all of that stuff as a young 20-year-old, like it probably would have taken me, you know, a lot longer to get to that stage where, I had that level of, um, not to be no myself, but that level of emotional maturity to be able to look at things differently. Um, yeah. And so I think that it was that. But then the other really big piece of it was the accountability. Um, you know, I'm, I've, I've, I've always been very good at, uh, I don't know, like, I'm not like, what, what, uh, 
doing a really good job but like also like I was quite good when I was younger at skating through if that makes sense like I could mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I could get through and still look like I was doing a good job but that until I had a coach really kind of holding a mirror up to me and you know kind of helping me break down what I really wanted to achieve and then how to get there and making it really visible and clear for me and then you know holding me accountable but supporting me along the way to achieve that um yeah that was yeah. really powerful and I've had that from you know other coaches that I've worked with over the years as well like I've, I've got my own business coach I've actually got two business yeah, coaches too. that I work yeah, with me too right yeah um I've also got you know my own um you know like I've gone through my own versions of you know therapy and counseling and different things over the years I think that we we can get stuck in like oh we're supposed to know how to do it and know how to do it all alone but I really think we're not supposed to do it alone if you kind of go back to less um corporate and modern times we learned off each other we didn't have to necessarily go to you know a big Mm -hmm. university just Mm -hmm. to learn there wasn't just one route you know we learned off our community um and I think that's the beautiful part of it yeah, and if you look in any any uh, community, when we, when we go back and we look at that, we have tribal elders, right? And we have people, wisdom, wise people that we learn from. And it's that it is important to seek out like what, you know, we might call a sage or someone who has a lot of wisdom to a level to which you aspire to. I think what's also important, I'm really excited because we've got a session on Friday to go through your profile. Mm-hmm. Um, is that that you that you learn to do that in terms of being like really authentic and true to who you are? Mm. Because we do see, and and it's just possibly more on the sales side in our industry, but we do see a lot of people who will look at other people that they consider to be successful and then try to imitate them, right? And then all you end up with is imposter syndrome. Mm. Yeah. So it's really important, you know, and I work with a lot of coaches in terms of assisting them with their clients Mm. and having that collaboration is that it helps the coach understand who their client is. Mm. But also in terms of the level of, 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 um, of, of helping themselves. So at what point did you then exit from being a practitioner in our industry to then deciding to shift into more of a coaching training mode? Uh, at a point in my mid twenties, I can't remember the exact age, but I, um, yeah, I was running the lease in new business department at Morton and I just, I needed a big change. And I actually, um, left Australia and went to Canada for six months and did a ski season. Oh, wow. So I just so went to change. That's a, a good change. change. Yeah. I worked in a hotel getting paid like $9 an hour skiing every day. It was amazing. Loving but it. Yeah. Like I, I never had, um, that real kind of, I don't know, some people have like a gap year. Um, I never went to uni or anything like that. Like, so I kind of, I just worked a lot. So I think I needed that kind of circuit breaker reset. And then when I came back, um, I was lucky enough to um, land a job at Real Plus working with Fiona Blaney and um, got into, yeah, like um, training and coaching and and workshops mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, was lucky mm-hmm. enough to learn from one of the best in, in the industry. Yeah, and, and that's exactly right. And, you know, I remember I think I ran into an airport a couple of times and I'd always see you and Fee, you know, on a plane somewhere, you know. But she's a veteran of our industry, right? And she has, like, such incredible wisdom to impart, you know, through what she does at, at, at Real Plus as well. Yeah. And so you were with V for a number of years. 
Yeah, I was. And yeah, as I said, I learned, um, learned so much. And then, um, yeah, it just, it reached a stage where um, I, I wanted a, a sort of lifestyle change. I sort of decided that I wanted to run something of my own. Um, and so I actually went, um, I stepped away from the coaching space for a little while and I decided to go and become a freelance distributor. So I'm a software distributor, setting up a software distribution company for Inspect Real Estate. And so I worked, um, I still do, I have that business, a software distribution business for Inspect Real Estate that I've now grown. And now I have people working in that business that kind of run that um, day to day. So yeah, yeah. a team, you know, incredible team that support me there. Um, and so through doing that, I kind of, yeah, through Real Plus and then that, I, I just, I got to see inside so many different offices and I really saw that like, that even the one, like no two, no two are the same. And even the ones that are similar, like each, each business owner has different goals for why they have their business in place. And so I really kind of saw the need for, um, you know, like kind of supporting people in a customized way. So not just sort of going in and saying, um, well, this is how, so-and-so down the road does it this is how you should do it but cookie cutter yeah yeah and look that works for some people and you can implement that and great but I think that there's you know that there's a especially now with um, more people going out to start their own rent rules without the support of you know maybe the big franchises that they've had for years in the past um that some of those models don't necessarily work and the reasons that say you know say someone like my age you know 36 has gone out started their own rent roll maybe they've got it to a certain level and they, they can kind of see a path for the future, but they don't know how to get there because they're stuck. And so part of my coaching now and and, and what Psychic has become and through my own, um, I, I've done a lot of coaching study now on, on mindset and um, like neuro-linguistics mm. programming and things like that is I can help people get clarity on what they want and then work yeah. out how to design their business to meet what they want. So it doesn't have mm. to look like, the person's yeah. down the road like yeah. they, if they want to run a business working from home and only work three days a week and earn x amount of money that's okay yeah. that, that can be successful one person it doesn't have to be busting and grinding and pushing yourself six days a yeah. week having sleepless yeah. nights like that leads to yeah. burnout and that's what yeah. we've got too much of in the industry now absolutely we have because if we have a look particularly um the property management um, industry and MRI just did a report recently in yeah, terms of the, yeah. the turnover, which is really quite scary. In our well, it's quite disconcerting yeah. that a lot of people don't see property management as a, a credible, viable, valuable career. Mm. And so we need to change that, and we change that through leadership yeah. and environment. And I guess. Holding like holding women, you know, like Casey up, and there's so many amazing women that, um, and I just think of another one like you know Kelly Seaton, and there's there's so many good people mm. in our industry, but there's also so many good women that support the women in right. our industry, and it's like a jigsaw puzzle, right? You know, we see sort of see the framework, but what are all the bits? Mm. that go in the middle to make up that jigsaw that we don't actually have a piece or two missing. Mm. And as you and, and, and it's the same with me, you know, in terms of my coaching. I do I tend to do more consulting than coaching now, but it is that whole framework, you know, about, you know, the mindset, you, you know, the NLP, all of those sort of things that just give you more tools in your toolkit as a coach 
to present to, to better facilitate the growth um, within your client. Now, there's different sorts of coaching and consulting with side tech, uh, sidekick. Sorry, sidekick. New name for you. Um, <laughs> sidekick. <clears throat> what in terms of you? If you look at the strengths for you, Hermione Gardner, is that you? What What is the the the, the strengths that you bring? to a business owner where you particularly help them? Mm. I think, um, and I don't know if you looked at my profile that I did already. I was very, I was interested when I looked at that because there's a coach side of the profile and then I'm actually a conductor. And so from reading the little, I haven't had my unpacking session with you yet, but from reading what I, what I did, mm. I think what I'm really good at is helping people figure out the steps and figure out how to achieve what they want to achieve, right? Like if you come to me and say, you know, Hermione, like I want my business to be here or I want this for my own personal life or, you know, I want to feel this way or look this way or whatever it is, right? Like one of my really good strengths I feel is kind of going, okay, well, let's break that down into something that's really manageable for you to achieve and that we can um, easily monitor and make have a strong why behind it so that it, it's it's almost impossible not to achieve it and mm, so mm, um, I, I you know I, I don't I don't you know I, I want just won that award recently and I, I feel like it's funny you get in that imposter syndrome place like you mentioned before about you know inspiring and leading I suppose I am leading in that way but I really feel like I, I love being behind the scenes with someone and really kind of got, like getting on their team and going like, okay, here's what you want to do. Like, let's get in there and figure out how to do it, right? And yeah. like, yeah, like yesterday yeah. I had a day with Casey. We we have a we have a day called a get shit done day with her. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on the on the on here, but you know, you can it's say actually, anything you like, right? Makes it more interesting. <laughs> but it's actually like you know, I'm I'm sitting there with her, like doing the work and like creating her plans yeah. and. You know, I'm in her air table and helping her do stuff, you know, like, and yeah. that's, that's, I, I love kind of, it's almost like, I suppose like my mum's a project manager, maybe I've got that project manager sort of side of it in me as well. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like it, people often come to me like, oh, I'm so confused. I don't know where they're going. And like, yeah. they'll walk yeah. away from even that first session going, oh, okay, I have clarity. I know where I'm going and yeah. I know like what yeah. the next steps are to get there. And as you said, we've got we're 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 unpacking you on on um on Friday. So Casey, who <clears throat> she's what we would call a catalyst profile, so it's very visionary, big picture thinking. Yeah. But not great in terms of all of the consistent detail. Right. And you as a as a conductor is like you <clears throat> hold your back to the audience, right? And you make sure all of those instruments are playing within rhythm and harmony. Mm. And you just have that innate ability to see mm, something's out of tune over here, right? Mm. And that's a skill or a gift, I guess, that each of us with our profiles bring to the table and actually understanding that. And in fact, I was talking to somebody that um, just yesterday that you did a session with, mm. and that's exactly how they explained you oh. what you did for them. Amazing. <laughs> so. And then, of course, when we leverage our natural gifts, it's what actually is easy for us, mm. right? can be yeah. really hard for other people, but easy for us um, in terms of, 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 that, of what you bring. Mm. So 
it's take, I, I'll just say it, it's it's taken me a long time to get to that realization point though because growing up in you know in the industry I suppose you're always looking at people ahead of you and you're looking at career progression and so I was constantly chasing oh I should be this person or I should be being like that person or that's what a coach does or that's what a trainer does or even like property management that's what they do but yeah I suppose it, doing a lot of work on myself it's allowed me to go oh I can be the type of coach that I want to be and exactly I don't when you're authentic yeah yeah and I don't now stress like I don't need to be the right coach for everybody um I will just do what I do and the right people will come to me and they do like you know every time they do just come to me they do they do and you know what that's part of like really understanding what you bring to the table what your specialization is Sometimes people try to be everything to everyone and they fail miserably. Now, <clears throat> you do not win awards for not getting results, right? <laughs> right? They're based on the contribution that you make and the results that you can quantify. And you obviously did that. And I know that you work with many clients, but I'm just because we've done work with, and we work with them. Um, uh, team, you know, with the, um, the, our, our um, performance enhancement platform, a contribution compass with um, with Casey and the team, and it's really just to give you an understanding of where do you spend your time and energy, um, and to have someone who's such a high performer, and we've got a great interview that we did with Casey just recently. Yeah, I saw that, that you know you can go you can go back whoever's listening go back and listen to it because you know the thing is we're we're made up of all different types of people and it is about becoming authentic Mm. and um it's two things that we think about that are two really key ingredients and the the first is your natural energy which is where you show up with abundance Mm. and energy and the second thing is a learned skill so you know, just because you might be conductor profile doesn't mean that you can do all those great things that a skilled conductor can do. So that's a really, and you've invested in that. You've got the results. Let's talk about the your very, very well-deserved award that you recently won as mentor of the year, coach of the year, which you should be very proud of. Thank it's you. a very coveted award. And... um and I would encourage people that that they do put that energy into actually applying and being and throwing their hat in the mm. award because it's not about whether you win, right? It's about recognition. This also is that you can you can show that you've been recognised within our industry for the great work. That you do, and I know mentor, particularly mentor of the year, because I've known a couple of people who've won it. Mm. Is is a pretty tough, tough, tough award. Tell us about that. Tell us number one is the process that you went through in terms of putting all those pieces together, and what do you think that created some distinctions in what you do and the results that you get that actually allowed you to be the recipient of that award. Oh goodness! Um, yeah, it's 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 interesting. As I said, it's like even winning that, like you know, but like your your self doubts don't change. You know, like you still you still wonder, like do I you know do I really deserve that? Like you know, 
Yeah. Like, you, you, you still comparison, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. you still question it. So, um, I mean, yeah, I echo what you said. Like, just even the process of uh, writing the award submission um, is it, it, it's it's a bit of self recognition, right? And I think that you know, um, there's two types of sort of ways we validate ourselves, and one is internally, and one is externally. And so, obviously, the award is a great external validation to know that what I'm doing. I'm on the right track and I'm helping people and making a difference. But I think that the, the process of writing the award submission for me, um, it was a very, like, it was really great for self-awareness re- and reviewing, like, where am I at? Because, you know, you have to, mm-hmm. like, the essay questions you have to answer, not to scare anyone off, but it's like, you know, like, what are your achievements and what have you yeah. done with your clients and why are you a good mentor? Like, you know, th- those sort of questions. And so you really have to kind of dig deep inside to to have a um, yeah a strong self awareness of mm, you mm. know objectively and subjectively what that what that looks like. So yeah. I think the process of doing the award submission, like once I'd put it in, I was like, oh, that that's cool. Like I felt I felt good about myself at that stage to yeah. go like, okay, like I I have built something that um, that is helping people, and and I've always mm. been someone who just likes to help and support people. Um, uh, so I think that. It wasn't about being up on the stage and winning the award for me. I think it was just that the that acknowledgement for myself. No. To go like, yeah, like I could see that through some case studies I put through, like, you know, like one for one for Casey's business. You know, I, I've worked with her for such a long time. I, you know, I sometimes even wonder if I make enough difference in her business, you know, but like it, we've we've done a lot in that business over the years and we've we've added, you know, millions of dollars of value onto her rent roll. And it's like when you look at it like that, um, it's like, oh wow, no, she's a powerhouse and you know, she she she's the one that's kind of got in there and done it. But being able to be a part of that and have supported her and helped her with the plans and the challenges and the ups and the downs behind the scenes, like like that's so rewarding. I've made a difference to someone else's life yeah. and not and just yeah. her, but, you know, the team that she's able to expand <clears throat> as well now. So yeah. um yeah. yeah, I think seeing in that award process, it's it's actually kind of yeah, putting to paper like what what some of those results are um, and seeing them in a tangible way was, was really, was really yeah. powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would really encourage whether you're sales, property management, leadership, coaching, you know, to really put your hat in the ring and, and because it does take energy and effort to do the awards and um, they don't pull a hat, a name out of a hat and go, congratulations, you're the winner. It's yeah. very finely scrutinized by you know, a number of people with a whole lot of different factors taken into consideration. Mm. And I think that recognition in our industry is really important. And it's important for your clients too, right? Mm. Because it really validates <clears throat> tangibly what you've done in their business. So, you know, it's been absolutely awesome catching up, Hermione, today. Yeah. And so, nice. so congratulations for what you do. And the difference that you make in our industry. Now, if, if somebody would like to know more about what you do at Sidekick, which is the best way for them to get in touch with you? Um, you can jump on my on my website or email me. It's either just sidekick.net.au.net.not.com. The, oh, the other yes, ones an IT company one, yeah. sometimes yeah. forward me emails. Um, so yeah, just sidekick.net.au or my email support at sidekick.net.au and 
Look, usually what I do is I just have a free discovery chat with someone to see where they're at and if we're a right fit to to work with each other. And if we're not, like I I, I tell you, like literally last week I, I said, look, I'm not the right person to help you, but let me put you onto the right person. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I think, yeah, as, as we said before, it's like I've, I know where I can really help people and I'm not I work where I once probably was. I'm not trying to be everything to everyone right now. So it's generally just now, you know, if if it feels like the timing's right and you resonate with with me and my message and we gel, and, and you know that you can help, yeah, exactly. yeah, and I'll, exactly. and I'll then we can, yeah, hopefully do some cool stuff together. But thank you. Now for- I'm going to ask you some coaching advice, right? This is okay. for yeah. <laughs> um, for our industry, right? For our property management industry, because yeah. this is a really really big problem. Yeah. Okay is what would be your advice to a property manager to be able to disconnect and switch off Mm. when they leave the office? Mm. Look, whatever advice I'm about to give, I'm going to preface it with, like, I'm not perfect at doing these things consistently. Um, And when I was a property manager... I was the property manager who worked through my lunch break and stayed really late into the evenings. Um, so, like, I, I get it. And, like, when there's that volume of work and that volume of demand, you know, all the all the tips and tools and strategies of turning your phone off and putting your out-of-office on and all these sort of things are great. But when you feel that that pressure and workload there, um, like, it, it is really hard to switch off and just you know, kind of go, okay, well, I'm just going to leave all that behind. Um, my probably biggest, um, my, my biggest advice is to be able to switch off. Like it's, it starts with better planning and organization at the start of the day. So to mm-hmm. be able to know that you've kind of got the most important things done and that you could switch off when you leave, knowing that maybe you haven't got everything done, but the most important stuff has been done. The big rocks are covered, yeah. Yeah, that starts at the beginning of the day. And if nothing else, it's not starting our day in and straight away in our inbox, but taking a moment to write down really basic that to-do list and what are the, like, the must-do today so that when you sit down and you start working, you're not just kind of in the mess. You can kind of come from that leadership perspective. You're leading your work and going okay, well, I know I'm working on the most urgent and important stuff. And you may need to do that again at lunchtime if more stuff's come in throughout the day. But like I've got, um, you know, like I've got this this great planner. I can um, maybe pop the link in when when you post Yeah, the, yeah. Um, I was going to ask you, important. are there any particular tools that you yeah. use? Yeah. And so it's like, you know, you, you, like it starts the day. Like what are my top three targets for the day? Um, you know, what's the main goal for today? Like it's got like a time thing so that I can map out. Even though I've got my calendar, I can then, go through my day and work out when I'm going to do what. Um, and, you know, there's a book thing down the bottom that says what will make today great. So at the start of the day, I'm, I'm pre-framing how I want my day to run and what, what, would, what will I be able to walk away at the end of the day and go, great, I got my big stuff done. I can switch off my work phone or I can turn yeah. off, not look at yeah. my emails into the evening because I find yeah. that, you know, if I just tell people, oh, well, you know, just turn your emails off your phone when you leave the office or just ignore the phone calls. That doesn't help the stress. That doesn't help that pressure that we're all feeling to get it all done and meet all those different demands. So mm. I'm going I'm to flip it and my advice is like how you start the day is, is 
the most important as to how you're going to be able to finish the day. And the days that I do that in that and I plan it out, I am 200% more productive and feel a lot less stressed. Whereas if I don't do that, and I don't every day because I'm not perfect, I will yeah. sit down, I'll start working in my inbox, I start uh yeah know, and, like and we, we just, pinball just through like, the day right boom. yeah yeah you're just like boom yeah. boom boom you're just trying to like defend everything that's coming in yeah and you're yeah, not yeah. in an offensive position you're in a defensive position all day yeah. and that's stressful and then you can't switch off great we'll put the link for that um, yeah i'll put the link if you have to order it from the, well yeah i'll put the link in <laughs> yeah 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 we'll, we'll work that out hermione gardner thank you so much it's been so good catching up Thank you for having me. And um, congratulations. And thank you for what you contribute to our industry to allow people to um, become the best versions of themselves, to build businesses that are meaningful and so they can have the lifestyle that they deserve. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. You're very, very welcome. I lost another fight. I still myself, but I'll just start again.
In Republic Square, there were hopes that in his second term, Macron, a former banker, could tackle rising prices. I hope he's understood that it's essential he now thinks about others, not just the pension. <laughs> 